Hello and welcome back to the Rise of the Rune Lords. It's me, DM Clinton. Alex is the first to tell us who he's playing. I'm playing Guntaris and we're pretending we're Huckleberry Finn. <laughs> Next, it's Nathan. Who are you playing? I'm playing Reeton and uh, I just want you to know that there was a recent comment where somebody said I was their favorite. Ah, uh, I heard about that. Aiden, well, who are you playing? Uh, I am playing Uller Burzum today. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Objection. Braskin, Braskin's uh, back. Try, try that again. <laughs> no, uh, the uh, the stealthy uh, Typhling rogue takes off her disguise, and we can see from the camera's point of view it is still Sarah Samser. All right. Oh. And Sabrina, who are you playing? playing Harper, and I fully expect there to be comments that I am not anyone's favorite. <laughs> and, uh, Connor, who are you playing? I'm playing Uli Burzum, but what's gonna happen is I'm gonna go and grapple Saris, and then I'm gonna just also play Saris for the rest of the episode. Oh, okay. uh, I'd, I'd like you to try and find me. Perception check <laughs> versus stealth. Let's go. <laughs> Can I aid in a perception check? No. no. <laughs> 39. It's a good question, though. Can 39. you use your key to in increase your perception checks, Oler? No, but I can increase my movement speed. And I, I don't really feel comfortable with this conversation. You're my ally. What are we talking about? These thoughts are poison. Yeah. So we're back in Magnamar, where the team had got a new mission sent by the Lord Mayor Grobaris. And he wants you to investigate why up in Fort Rannick near Turtleback Ferry, one of the one of Magnamar's holdings, why the, the Black Arrows have not been returning their uh, their missives. So they they sent you someone expendable and proven to be capable to go up the Yondabakari River, past Wardle and Whistledown and in Ilsurian, and go up the Skull River to Turtleback Ferry. It's as the crow flies about 300 miles. Oh, as the crow flies? As the crow flies. Could I interject with a quick question? I don't really sure. know much about the black arrows. Is there anything I could roll to see if Uli would know anything about them? Okay, go right ahead. It'd be a knowledge nobility or knowledge local check. Uh, if I have both, do you want both or just the highest? How do you want to do that? Uh, just one. If you fail on one of them, you can try the other. Alright, uh, I made a knowledge local check of 17. Alright. Uh, the Black Arrows are a Magnamarian group of rangers that work out of Fort Rannick and are posted in Fort Rannick, just north of Turtleback Ferry. They are have been known to be very grim and uh, taciturn, and they're not very... Well, they do a good job keeping the local giants and ogre populations under control and of course they all all have black arrows which is their signature ammunition oh yeah that reminds me uh i gotta fill up on ammunition all right that's no problem go ahead uh head out to the right before you pack as you're packing up and leave you get the local bazaar grab a bundle of 20 arrows i think is in a sure bundle? Shoot, I don't whatever you want everyone packs up and gets ready for their morning morning voyage you arrive at the river docks in the morning, pay your fee, and uh, you get onto the barge. The barge is human run. There's uh, the captain and his uh, four crew. 
The barge is large enough to accommodate horses if you so if you have any and would like to take them. Nah, I'm good. I mean, do we want to take them? I don't. I don't think I want to take mine. Uh, nah. Nay. All right, Ah. leaving the horses horses behind, you uh, begin your journey. It'll take you approximately uh, seven days to get there. You should arrive at the evening of the seventh day. And uh, the first day's travel gets you to about 30 miles here, another 15 there, 45, about, about this far. All right, the Yandabakari River is the longest and most of the and one of the most heavily traveled waterways in Verissia. It stretches from its source in the Mindspin Mountains all the way to the Verissian Gulf, with its mouth serving as the port of Magnamar. The river is one of the few sources of water in the dry cinderlands through which it flows after leaving the mountains of its origin. It then cascades down the Storval Rise at Karamaga, the severe drop limiting river traffic from one end of the river to another. Once again on flat land, the Andabakari continues southwest to where it forms with the Skull River, like Lake Sarantula at the feet of the Fenwall Mountains. The river flows out of the western end of the lake, serving as a natural divider between the Sanos Forest and the Mushfens to its final end as it pours into the Verissian Gulf. Perhaps the result of its length, the Yandabakari varies greatly in its features, sometimes cutting definite banks along the rolling hills, and other times all but blending in with the swamp of the Mushfens. While much of the travel takes place in the river itself, the northern bank of the river is followed closely by a well-worn road called the Dry Way. Travel along the river is generally safe, but near the swamps, there are risks of boggard attacks. Now, as you can see to the south, there are the f- mush fens. One of Avistan's largest wetlands, the swath of swamp known as the mush fens, stretches along the entire southern border of Verissia. This trackless region has resisted every attempt at colonization so far, and to this day remains a wild land in every sense of the term. Boggards, marsh giants, and stranger creatures rule here. There's that boggard word again. Can anyone mm-hmm. be bothered to tell me what a boggard okay. is? I was going to say what um, I know anymore. <laughs> knowledge, local checks. Ooh, we got a natural <laughs> one for his knowledge, local check. He isn't from around here. He doesn't think that that is a word. I also got a natural <laughs> one, but it's a 14. Sarah still, ag- and she agrees with okay, you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You Boggard, it, it's a misnomer. Wait, can you critically <laughs> fail skill checks? You no, but now. a 14 is pretty miserable. You can't, but a 14 is a fit. Uh, no, actually, even with a one, you're right. A one, a 14 tells you that boggards are human, humanoid, monstrous humanoids. They look like frogs. They're frogmen. Okay. And Harper, she knows quite a bit about She knows lots about boggards. Does she? She does. That's good. That's good. Uh, let's see. She says that boggards resemble anthropomorphic frogs or toads, complete with webbed hands and feet, large eyes, and overly wide mouths. These creatures make their homes near large rivers or deep in marshes. There they make small villages composed of mud mounds on the banks. Boggards start out life as tadpoles and breeding ponds, eventually growing to a length of three feet before sprouting arms and legs and becoming capable of terrestrial living. Acceptance into the clan then depends on the young boggards' successful hunt, 
to kill a sentient humanoid. Those who fail are ex exiled from the clan. As Boggards age, they continue to grow and lose their coloration. Exceptionally old Boggards bear completely white skin, covering massive, corpulent bodies. Some of these Boggards rank among the cast of Priest Kings and enjoy a life of grotesque pleasures ruling their clans. Though often hunched over, Boggards stand around five feet tall and weigh close to 200 pounds. The creatures live for 50 years, through, though the harsh swamps and fight infighting usually cut these years short. And also, you can ask one question about their traits, such as uh, offensive or defensive, hmm. or a skill or a feat they might know. Uh, yeah, let's go with a special feature. Special attack or defense? Let's go with defenses. Uh, they normally wear light armor. Um, just kind of like we would wear, where it's like a leather armor or something like that, or yeah, something like okay. that. Yes, they they are typically light, uh, leather armored. Yes. Okay. Creepy little frog folk. Mm hmm And uh, <laughs> and you said that they um they have a ritual where they have to kill is it humanoids or is it specific races that they try and kill to they like to they have a, an acceptance in the clan yeah. ritual where they a young boggard must successfully hunt and kill a sentient humanoid okay so that could be any yeah. one of you. Yeah. No, I was just wondering if any That's of us right. were, were right. possibly exceptions or if it, like if it was humans versus humanoids. All right. Let's find out if there's a random encounter for the day as, you, <laughs> as you, you're now going to uh, camp uh, on the north side. Well, let's find out what occurs. Up oh, 96. No, no encounter in this evening. And there was much rejoicing. <laughs> Yay. Yay. The uh, the river barge operator and the ca the captain there they're they're thanking uh, the good their good luck so far. All right, so there's another twenty miles there, and we're traveling eastward, meandering down, turning down and south, around a bend, and then finally you get to about here. Hey, before you continue, can I just say something real quick? I'm going to activate my battlefield presence and give everybody a lookout. Oh, is that before um, the watch starts? Yeah, it's this is gonna it's gonna be constant from now on. But every I'm just every once in a while I'm gonna remind you that I have it active. Do you want to give the listening audience at home a reminder <laughs> of what that is? I would love to do so. So lookout is a teamwork feat that I get to use, and it functions as an aura per my archetype. And what it will do is, if one of us has an action in surprise round, all of us will get an action in surprise round. Yeah. Great. So that, is that something that ever... Um, does the duration of that ever go away, or is that... No. It is... It there is no duration So as long as you're it. awake and aware... Yes, if I am, I have to be conscious, and everybody has to see me. But those are the only conditions. Okay. Then oh, thirty within feet. Thirty feet of like your aura, aura, but we could plan for that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sweet. I like that. Okay. Sweet. Yeah, yeah it's great. Okay, so uh, another night passes on day and night passes uneventfully with a seventy-seven. And now in the morning, I'm going to interrupt you again. 
I have a couple spells and I'm going to start praying now because these are going to be really useful for me to have. So I am praying in the morning before we start out. All right. What does Smiad grant you? Uh, I have two first level spells. I have Bless and Hero's Defiance. Um, everybody knows what Bless does, but in case you don't, that gives you a plus one to your morale bonus for attack rolls and saving throws against fear effects. It also counters and dispels Bane. Hero's Defiance is just for me, and what this will do is, the instant before you are reduced to zero or fewer hit points, you can expend a use of your Lay on Hands ability to heal, or heal yourself as if you had used Lay on Hands, plus an additional 1d6 hit points. This is an immediate casting time, and if this healing brings your hit point a total above zero hit points, you do not fall and you may continue to act. Very nice. Yeah. So it's a get yourself out of jail card. Totally, and I also have one two, second level spell, which is going to be Iron Skin. That's a good. That's very good. I'm just <laughs> glad that you have a safety cord because I've seen how Clinton likes to hit you. Yeah, yeah. and I saw I kind of stumbled across that Heroes Defiance, and it is absolutely what I need. All right. Well, glad you have a, a solution to my problem. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, anyone else have anything to say before we move on to Wordle? No. Do they have a market? Big enough to be on a map. It's a, Yeah, it's big enough to be on a map. I'm sure there's something you can buy there. Though it's not a new settlement, the town of Wartle remains something of a frontier trading post, primarily populated by swampers and trappers who do not mind the inhospitable environment, admits the Mushfens. The buildings of the town rise out of the murky swamp water on stilts, connected by wooden boardwalks. Major exports of the town are peat, fungus, and furs, mostly sent down the Yanda Bakari River to Magnamar. The town sports a few successful brothels and a precariously tilted tavern called The Lean To, which serves a local liquor called Bog Grog. Wordle was taken under Magnumary control in 4611. It, it, current year is 4707. Oh, well, that's not too long. It's almost, it's over 100, or no, it's almost 100 years. Yeah, about 100 years. So it's been there a little while. Well, I think I could speak for Reeton when I say we should try some Bogrog. Uh, Guntaris, Harper, well, Saris, yeah. you want to join us? Yes, I would like some Bogrog, please. Bogrog, okay. Yeah. Oh, and it, it, boy, <laughs> it sure tastes like something out of a swamp. It can't be as bad as that uh, hagfish juice. But it's potent. And in the town, they have these following magical items for sale. An arcane scroll of enlarged Ooh. person. A potion of magic weapon. A potion of fox's cunning. A potion of cat's grace. A potion of spider climb. And a potion of remove paralysis. You happen to have a fascination with potions, I've noticed. Last week and this week. Well... That's what my item generator for a small town generated, so... Real talk, does anybody in this party have enlarged person on the spell wrist? That spell wrist spell list, pardon me. I only have the three. Yeah, I have a single um, potion of enlarged person still, because I didn't use mine. But she could use the scroll. Maybe, oh, only if it's on her spell wrist. Right? Uh, I think it requires a spell craft check or something. I'll be honest, I haven't used the scroll in a long yeah, time. I think it's use magic device. I mean, a part of me is thinking it's 25 gold. What the hell? Might as well snatch yeah, it up. we'll learn how to use it later. Sounds great. All right. Uh, anything else? Anyone else want to purchase anything? <laughs> uh, do you guys want to stay in uh, on the barge? Or do you want to find lodging in, in the city? Or the I mean, the barge is probably safer. 
It's also probably better, like, just in terms of quality. This is a trapping town. Yeah, it's... You look at the place, and it's pretty standard. The the lean-to has a few rooms, and they'll charge uh, two gold pieces per room. Damn. I imagine it's like Deadwood. And there's a common area where they'll charge uh, two silver a night. Yep. Oh, I see. A uh, small town has a thousand gold piece base value. So anything a thousand gold pieces or less is commonly found here. Then I cannot buy what I want, so... Like the axe? Well, no, that's 23,000. I'm pretty sure I wasn't in that. <laughs> that won't even be found in Corvosa or even Absalom. Hard time in Absalom. <laughs> I was thinking I was thinking Bonebreaker Bracers. See if I can oh. find those. Because but... I couldn't find those in Magnamar. Oh, well. Oh, next time. Okay. <laughs> one day. One day I'll find something. Okay. Well, are we um, ready to move on? Get- I vote for getting some grog and staying on the barge. How about you guys? I agree, especially since we already paid to be on the barge. There's no reason to pay more money to sleep mm-hmm. off of it. And you have, and you have a nice uh, bunk there. That's well, it's on the barge, so it's it's cold. And uh, something you've been noticing is that uh, it's beginning to rain. Yeah, it's it's a very light rain, but it's it's misty, but it's definitely overcast and raining now. Uh, before the first day of travel was very hot, and then it uh, it's been getting progressively cooler and cooler um, as we go further inland. Uh... As you go further inland <laughs> and more northward, although that's eh, it's not unusual. It is fall now. You started in the summer. Yeah, that makes sense. That uh, makes a sense. little bit of the light sprinkling is not bad. Light sprinkling, yeah. All right, kind of refreshing. You you uh, set sail. Along the barge, going another 20, 40, six, uh, about 60 miles. And, and here, the first big bend towards Whistledown. There's only a 20% chance of anything occurring. Oh. Well, we didn't find anything just around the river bend, so... Nope. We can nothing move on. <laughs> but uh, you do see the uh, Sanos Forest just to the north. I have a little descriptor. I hope it's just trees. <laughs> it's just trees, you guys. The Santos Forest is of central Varicia is the heart of the gnome community of that land where gnomes live according to their true natures. This large wood is located north of the Yandabakari River, south of the Iron Peaks, and east of the Malgorian Mountains. And the gnomes who live there are quite secretive about what goes on within it. Rumor has it that, they, that there is a direct gate to the first world of the Fae, but no gnome has officially confirmed this. Uh, gnomes. Yeah, but unfortunately, not a stop on our trip. No, nope. can't go there. We got we got stuff to do. I, I don't like being close to gnome zones, <laughs> especially ones with gates in it. Clinton's gonna roll for a random encounter and be like, "Well, you guys fight the kraken, I guess." Sorry. Let's, <laughs> let's find out if anything happened today. Yeah. Ooh, we do have a random encounter. Yay. All right. Well, luckily, I've got a little list of random encounters already written up. Okay. Quick, switch to the random encounter battle music. All right. Sorry. I'd like uh, everyone to roll uh, perception checks as you are meandering around on this nice river. And 19. I got 11. You rolled a natural 20 for a 32 perception. <laughs> yeah. Looks like we all saw him. It should be eight yeah. higher due to the description that says plus eight stealth in swamps. I assume this is a swamp. Yes. It, yeah. yeah, they're on the swampy side of the river. So that would be an 11. 
And yeah. the only person that didn't get higher than an 11. Guitarist and Harper, yeah. Harper and Guitarist. The two of you would have been surprised, but we have a very potent paladin here, granting you the ability to have spider sense. I am so glad I took that feat. Totally worked right here. Yeah. All right. You see down the river near a large log fallen into the river and a stone are more than half dozen, almost a dozen boggards, frogmen. I see 10. Go ahead and roll for initiative. All right. Now the boat will be moving forward at a speed of uh, 30. Okay. Does that happen at the top of the round? Yes, it'll happen at the top of the round. Thank you. I got a 13. I got a 17. Got a 16. And the Boggarts get a 19. 24. What about Harper? And I got a 15. All right. So Saris is first in round right. zero. Do I get a full turn? No, this is... Well, I, I realize it's the surprise round, but right. I'm looking at the lookout feat. Well, so it says, if both you and your ally be able to act in the surprise round without the aid of this feat, you may both take a standard and a move action during the surprise round. Oh, that's even better. Yeah, that's great. So the whole because team, if if the whole team, or those that are not surprised... Oh, Gintaris, was she surprised? Yes, Gintaris was surprised. Okay, so she doesn't benefit from that, and Harper doesn't benefit from it. No, I don't think so. Now, if, if, if Taurus was not surprised and couldn't act in this round, then she could grant that ability to everybody else. So, so we all get to take one standard action work. If Gintaris had made the DC to see them on the stealth check, then we'd all get a full round action. Yes. Yes. Okay. Just, yes. Just wanted to clarify. That. But um, then everyone's initiatives are changed to right underneath Saris, right? Yeah. Everyone's uh, up to 23. Up to 23. Okay. So I'll move. I'll just move everybody up. Okay. Um. Would my bow already be drawn, or I gotta draw? That? No, I would not think so. All right, then move action to draw. That's my turn. Move action to draw, and you pull out your bow. Reeton. Uh, well, I'm gonna do, use my move action to draw out my giant sword. Okay. Very useful on a boat. Yes. Well, you know, I ain't got nothing else. Uler. All right. I think what Uler's gonna do is jump out of the boat with this round. All right. It's not a terribly swift river, so DC, excuse me, DC 10 to swim. Or you can leap. <laughs> Honestly, I, if I can leap, I do want to try the leap. Mm-hmm. Let's go for the leap. Uh, don't do it. You're going to knock over the boat. The, the nearest minimum of DC 30. Uh, knowledge, common sense. Am I going to knock over the boat if I do this? No. No, it's a, it's a large enough boat. It's about 60 feet in length. Well, that's going to be a 26. I'm not sure what the bonus is for a running start, but I'm considered to have one. There is no bonus to running start. It's just no penalty. Okay, cool. You fall short and you fall into that square. Splash. Right on the edge of the shore. Right on the edge of the shore is how shallow? Uh, It's just up to your your waist. Oh, okay. That's acceptable to me. All right. And that's a single action to do that. Okay. Harper. Uh, Just drawing my composite bow. All right. Your bow is drawn. Tara? Draw my sword. Okay. So the slide of steel is heard. The Boggarts. They all appear to be wielding morning stars and wearing leather armor. Oh, gosh. 
Everyone knows what a Morningstar looks like. It's a it's a ball on a haft with spikes on it. A less fun mace. <laughs> they croak something in some strange language. It sounds like croaks and, and, and chirps, which what a frog would do. That makes sense, yeah. Are you asking for a linguistics roll? If you don't know the language boggard, then yes. Oh, well, I don't know boggard. Although sometimes when I'm sick, I do sound a little bit croaky. I'm also going to do that since I have some linguistics. Seven. Uh, nine. Fourteen. <laughs> They're dirty frog nope. people. We don't need to understand them. <laughs> so no one understands anything they say? Saris is best with the fourteen, yeah. Uh, I got no. a fourteen, but I don't know. We should consider this to be a relief because we're freaking out over the speech of an, a random encounter. <laughs> yeah. If they're saying anything other than, hey, look, a meal, I'd be very surprised. It's all the pubescent frog people, and they're trying to join their tribe. Yes, they do all look very, quite young. Ah. Uh, it looks like this might be a hunting party. Young and murdered soon. <laughs> well, they have murderous intent in their eye. Yep. So they all moved a little bit southward. The ones in the uh, river move much faster than the ones on land. The ones on land are hopping and hunched. Wow, they swim pretty well. That's right. You guys might be eating good tonight. <laughs> With some frog legs? <laughs> <laughs> so there are, as you can tell, there are four humans on this boat as well, but they're non-combatants. They're just someone you have to protect. Okay. Saris, you're first to act again? That's fine. Do I have cover from these guys? Uh, yeah, Reeton does provide cover from some of them. Okay. Then I'm going to stealth. And you disappear. I'm not going to check. Yep. Not even close. <laughs> uh, nope. All right. I'm going to shoot the closest one. Okay. A bow and arrow appears over Reeton's head and bing, fires. Uh, 26 to hit for three damage. Yep. Well, okay. Sorry. Uh, three plus 20 since sneak attack. Yeah. If you can't Sweet. perceive me. So. He can't perceive yeah. you. How much total? 23? Okay. That uh, is enough to totally take one out. Great. So it uh, bobs in the water as you chumps into its, to its chest. I'm just surprised Saris actually hit something. So. Hey, I hit plenty of things. I just don't do a lot of damage if I'm not getting... AC of 26. That's really good. That was good. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Uh, I am... All right, Reeton. I'm going to... What was it? Delay my turn? Because I want to stay on okay. this... I'm gonna, I want to stay on this boat. I don't want to go swimming like Uller did. Uller... Uller is waist deep. Is that going to be difficult terrain for me? Yeah, just, uh, no, it's nothing to leave it. Oh, okay. Uh, Uller's going to, let me see, how far would 50 feet be for me? Well, you have to go onto the shore first and then up. And you are moving how many feet? Uh, that's 40. I got one more for 45. Okay, there you go. So you're now keeping up even with the boat, moving along the land. It's very swampy and muddy here. This uh, area you're heading into, so that will be slower. Just jump over it. <laughs> Again, I'm not against doing that. <laughs> I, I think what I'm going to do is spend another move action uh, with it being difficult terrain. That would be 40, 45. So I'm going to end it just treading straight through. I want to get closer to these okay. things, but I don't want to end my turn in the swamp. Is that All good? Right. Yeah, you can slog through it. All right. All right. Your feet make sucking sounds as they slop in through the mud. All right. Harper. I believe I'm in range to hit one. 
Yes. And you have a 60 foot ranging So I will be aiming my arrow at that. 15 to hit. The AC is 14. Woo. You did it. For three points of damage. Yeah. Well, it's far away. Right. It, you know, it loses momentum. Okay. And I you don't... have a tiny little arrow. Yeah. Pew, pew. It's more like a dart. Pew. <laughs> All right. An arrow flies over your head. Gintaris, what do you do? Uh, I'm going to take a five-foot step to the northeast here in the front of the boat. Okay. So you move forward and have your weapon ready. That's right. Okay. The boggards turn to move. Croaking and chirping, they move forward. They don't need to move. We'll come to them. Not doing full moves. They're just moving enough. Then the ones on the ground get ready. Um, do a single move action and wait for Uller to arrive. Ready with their weapons. They don't seem to be too affected by the mud. Their big flappy feet apparently are good in this terrain. Round two. And, well, that's all the time we have today. Oh, man. <laughs> really? We'll start up next time on Rise of the Rune Lords with the Romonger's crew. <laughs> Say goodbye, yeah. bro. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. 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 bye.